to the Free Music Ed podcast. Today we have a guest from Sydney, Australia. This is Con Eliopoulos, and he is the founder of the company Musicopolis. How are you doing today, Con? I'm very well, Stephen. How are you? I'm doing amazing. How are things in Australia? Oh, they're very good, actually. We have uh, a very warm day today. Uh, it would be nice to be outside, but um, we're here working away, trying to build some amazing products. Well, I picked up your apps a couple of weeks ago, and I got to say, I'm really excited to be talking to you today. Now, you are the founder of Musicopolis. How long has that company been around? Musicopolis has been around for about four years now, developing uh, music-related applications for iOS devices. Yes, uh, and I noticed that all your apps are universal, so they run on iPads and on iPhones. Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, we didn't want to uh, limit people by the type of device they had. Uh, music should be for everyone. I'm inclined to agree. So uh, now you're you're the founder. Now, how did that happen? Well, I am a technology guy, Stephen. Um, I've spent uh, the majority of my time uh, playing with computers, uh, but I also spend a lot of time trying to play various instruments. I've picked up bass guitars and guitars, done a little bit of vocals and even a little bit of piano. Um, although my skills are not very good, I actually enjoy music a lot uh, and I enjoy the theory part of music especially. When this iPhone came out, I thought it would be a great way to to, I guess, practice different theory concepts. My first review of the App Store about four, four or five years ago uh, highlighted that there really wasn't much available. And so I took it upon myself to change that. I took the opportunity to develop uh, something that uh, musicians can use to better their skills. Now, right now, you've got four different apps, and I'm going to just kind of gloss through them real quick, and we'll talk about them all later. But uh, you have a music theory and practice app, a vocal warm-up app, a metronome app, and just recently an ear training app. So uh, the first thing you did was the music theory and practice. Was, was that was that a bit of an adventure doing your first app? It was a, an interesting start to the company. It was really a hobby at first and really um, they say the best way to learn something is actually to teach it. And so I was learning uh, music theory at the time and I thought, well, this is a great opportunity for me to, uh, I guess, teach people what I have learned myself because I, I, I became very passionate about music theory. What I wasn't ready for uh, when music theory and practice was released was the feedback that, uh, that I received. Uh, you know, people wanted more information. They wanted more exercises. And I'm not a, an educator. I'm a tech guy. Uh, so I... I couldn't in good conscience give any additional information. What I am fortunate to have, though, is uh, a number of people around me who are professional trained musicians working in the music industry. And uh, Musicopolis quickly moved from be from a hobby to, to something very serious, something uh, much bigger than it was ever originally intended to be, being able to provide the right information to people with supporting exercises has, has been has been incredible and our users have loved it. And from there, we were able to then add on new applications. So I've taken and spent just a little bit of time with your music theory app, but the way I kind of see it is that it goes through different topics and it kind of has what would be more or less a textbook where it describes the concept and has different diagrams and things. 
And then it has exercise to practice each of these different type of concepts. Can you explain a little bit about who you're targeting with that and exactly what information they can learn? Um, okay, um, I'll start with who we're targeting. Uh, this information uh, is generally for people, I guess, uh, early to early to mid-teens, all the way up to uh, retirement age, which is pretty much a demographic of people who have downloaded uh, the application and actually interacted with, with us. I'm sorry, what we have done with, uh, with music theory and practice is actually take out the music theory and explain it away from any reference to a particular instrument. And we've done that to, to just kind of isolate the concepts and, and clarify them a little bit. It covers uh, very early uh, learning. For, for example, it starts with a chromatic scale and just counting half steps and whole steps or tones and semitones, depending on, on the language you like to use. And uh, moves all the way up to scales and, and chords, and, um, and we have, of course, more planned for the future. The main objective of music theory and practice was not to simply uh, test people on their knowledge, uh, but to actually, as you have stated, provide some information. So it is sort of a textbook style where a subject is, is given to the user and they can read through that, hopefully understand the concepts, and then apply those concepts to a series of questions. So it sounds like to me this would really work well for someone who's trying to maybe take the step from being a, a musician to maybe getting ready to go study in college or getting ready to dig into theory a bit deeper. This could be a kind of a good introduction into that second layer of music theory. Absolutely. That's exactly what we want to do. We want to, people, want to introduce people uh, to the concepts of music theory. Well, and I love the idea that above what you get in a regular old theory textbook is that you can do these exercises and get instant feedback. I, I know whenever I started college, I had a music theory textbook and a huge music theory workbook, and there was a huge lapse between when I did the work and when I found out if the work I did was correct or not. And so with an iPad and this type of app, you can get that feedback right away, and it I mean, it's got to vastly improve the quickness of your learning. Absolutely, absolutely. Because we've also broken it down into uh, beginner, intermediate and advanced uh, levels within each specific exercise, uh, it also uh, gives the users the opportunity to apply the concepts at a, at a simplistic level and then add various key signatures as they go along. So there, there's some other music theory apps that are out there on the market, but the second app you did, I don't think I've ever seen anything like it, and it's very, very smart. So the second app you did was a vocal warm-up app, right? That's exactly right. And uh, I, I took and I played with this, and it's great because I was able to go in and create my own customized uh, vocal warm-up for myself. I could pick you know, my vocal range, and I could pick from a myriad of exercises. So how did you get this idea? Because this is just, uh, it's genius. We sat down and had a talk about a potential product and what it could and couldn't do. And uh, we started to look at references, you know, what is currently available, uh, getting um, CDs made for you, tapes. Uh, Jeff had a whole bunch of warm-up tapes that had been produced for him. Um, and we started to analyze the problem. I guess uh, the immediate and easy solution would have been to just, I guess, produce uh, six or seven different apps with different vocal ranges with pre-recorded warm-ups in there, um, and, and, and away we go. But um, as a bit of a tech guy, I wasn't completely happy with that. I thought, well, we could cater for everyone 
within a single application if we do it properly. And so again, we troubleshooted different scenarios together, and um, and with a, a lot of hard work in the uh, in the programming department, uh, we were able to actually build a, a virtual piano player into the background that takes any parameters given uh, by the user for any given range and play those exercises in any order uh, that they choose. It's something that um, that was very challenging, but. Uh, but very rewarding to build because once we had that application produced and once we played with it a few times and used it, we we thought, wow, this is a this is a sensational product. And we've had a, a number of people get back to us about how much they like it. Uh, but again, one of the things we we weren't expecting is how teachers uh, were going to be using this with their students. We thought that they would recommend, you know, download this app and uh, and do these exercises, but. Uh, but what we found they're actually doing is because you can create a, an unlimited number of warm-up playlists uh, for any kind of range uh, within the application, uh, the teachers were actually creating uh, specific warm-ups for each of their students and just naming them for their students. So as soon as they came into practice, first thing they do is sat down, pulled out their iPad, tapped on the warm-up and warmed up their students straight away. And they've found that remarkably simple and easy to manage. And what's great about this is it, it solves so many problems about warming up a vocal student. Not all of us who study voice necessarily study piano. And so, you know, you can warm up students if you play piano whenever they come into your class. But if they're going to be practicing at home like we'd really like them to do, you'd have to create them a tape or something. And every time you decide to change up their warm up, you'd have to create a new tape. You'd have to have recording equipment. With this app, you can not only take and warm them up when they come in there, but say, hey, kid, take and download this app. And uh, here, here's how the warm-up's set up and do your own warm-up. Set it up and or use it with your class. I can imagine choir directors, you know, who have a rehearsal pianist who is sick one day. And there you go. Hit play. Have your kids warming up while you're checking roll. I mean, that's great. Yeah, absolutely. It's a, it's a fantastic, fantastic tool. Whenever I saw that, I thought, what a good idea. Just there's, And I haven't seen anything else like that. It's very smart. Speaking of things you make that I thought was really cool, uh, I downloaded your Metronome app. And now if there's one thing that there is enough of on the App Store, it's Metronome apps. Uh, however, yours has an interesting take that makes it, I think, incredibly useful for music educators. Uh, you've got the basic functions of a metronome in that you, know, you can turn it on and it will make clicking noises, right? Uh, so... I, <laughs> You, you can select your pulse, you can select different beat patterns, so say you want eighth notes or sixteenth notes. But what I think is really fascinating about this is that you can assign each beat a different color. So uh, I can go in and say, well, beat one's going to be red, and beat two is going to be blue, and beat three and four are both going to be green. And as the metronome's going and those beats pop up, it will pop up the different colors which uh, is just fascinating whenever you're having to teach different types of entrances or just getting the kids the idea that there's you know four beats in a measure and each one's different. And uh, that feature just really stuck out to me as, as interesting in the many ways you could combine that and use it in an educational environment. Did I miss something important there? No, I think you hit the nail on the head. There's no shortage of metronome apps uh, in, in the App Store. Uh, and and we really didn't want to just produce a metronome app. There, there's no need for it. Um, if, if we could add some sort of feature to that that would enhance the experience, then absolutely we would do that. And I think we've done that with uh, with the metronome app. 
uh, being able to to touch and change the color of the different beats uh, is is really a, a great experience. It's very simple to do, and you you see the impact straight away visually and and through the audio through the change in the click sound. Well, I I was really pleased. I was pleased with the simplicity of it and with that uh, kind of unique feature. Uh, really, a great idea. So uh, that's your that's your metronome, which is pretty good. Let's let's get to your most recent app. Uh, you have just released an ear training application. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Music is an art that's that's designed to be heard, and obviously it's all about what you hear. And being able to identify what you hear will only make you a better musician. So it's something we've wanted to do for a long time. We've stopped and started a couple of times as well because we didn't just want to create an ear testing app. If you go into the App Store, you will find a, a lot of, of different applications uh, created for ear training, but none of them really provided any support or any guidance or any sort of information to help you, I guess, if you're a new student and, and, and want to know what you should be listening for, and you kind of left 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 without anywhere to go and that becomes very frustrating uh, and we thought okay if we're going to do this if we're going to do an ear training course we have to do it properly we have to give more than just a testing application we have to give them a product that will teach them that will help educate their ears and i think that's exactly what we've done we take the students from the absolute bare basics um, it literally starts at is this note higher or lower and we move up from there. And with each level, each time you pass through a different milestone, you're presented with some additional information, something to read up on, something to keep you motivated, something that lets you know what you should be listening for. And if you're doing exercise and you get something incorrect, instead of just saying wrong, try again, we're saying, okay, if you're hearing a specific chord and you get it wrong, maybe it's a major chord, and you think, well, you have to listen to that distinctly major sound, that happy sound. And, and that's basically where we are. We wanted to make a nice, simple app that was easy to use, provided plenty of information, a lot of customization if you need it. And, uh, but above all, above all, everything, it had to be an educational course. Uh, I took and tested out this application, and I did uh, as, as much as I could in the time that I've had it out of the first little track. It has three tracks on it. It has an interval track a scale track and a chord track uh, that you work through. So it's kind of like, I don't know, three chapters or three different parts. Yes. And uh, as you go along, you can track your progress through each one of the different steps. The scaffolding was really interesting because you're right. It started out with, uh, is this note higher or lower? And then uh, it keeps it within a certain range and it keeps the first note the same, I think. That's right, yes. And then the next step is, well, now the first note could be any other note you know, within a specific range. And uh, it went from there to identifying which intervals higher or lower. And it, it scaffolds in a very straightforward way, which is so important for ear training. Absolutely. I was really impressed with that. I know I've done ear training applications before where it's less of a course and more of a, well, here, set up your own exercises in some type of way. And this really does seem like a very effective way to take someone who's new to ear training and uh, get them started on a path of identifying those different sounds that they're hearing. So uh, that, that seemed really smart. I think I was just uh, very impressed with the scaffolding. Very smart way to do that. I know from my own personal experience playing with ear training courses, 
when just starting out, if uh, if I get questions that I'm not expecting, I actually I get very intimidated. I when I started, I never had the best ears in music, and I I found myself getting very intimidated, and uh, so I actually took it upon myself to test this course when it was coming out. And if at any stage I felt intimidated through the progress, then we we failed. But I've taken the course and I've enjoyed it beginning to end, and I, I think it's an amazing job. Um, I think one of the features I would like to highlight in this application as well uh, is actually is the focus studies uh, section. Uh, we took a, I guess, a lot of time to to detail what would happen uh, once you finished the course. Uh, where they, for example, if you finished all six stages within intervals, uh, would you then just be free to answer any questions on intervals? But we thought we should probably do a little bit more with that uh, and introduce the concept of focus studies where you can go in and once you've finished the six stages of intervals, for example, all that data, all those questions that you've been asked are all collated together. And in focus studies, you can see and identify what intervals you're getting rather quickly and what intervals you may be struggling with. And you can then cater your experience to focus on the areas that need work. And I found that personally uh, invaluable when I was trying to figure out distinct differences between certain sounds. That's interesting. I, I can see how that would uh, that would be really useful. I, I'm thinking about there's certain intervals that tend to disguise themselves as each other, like tritones and mm-hmm. uh, minor sevens and, you know, th- things that uh, people tend to miss. And so as you're doing that, it actually collects, does it collect just you know, when you get them right or when you get them wrong, or does it collect how long you take to answer each one? Uh, at the moment, it's when you get them right and when you get them wrong. Well, I, I found myself as I was doing it that as soon as I missed a question, I just started that section over because I wanted a perfect score. Yeah, <laughs> you've done exactly what we do then. That's Well, you know, it was good because then I wound up practicing twice as much because I missed one question. I re- redid the whole thing. So uh, you psychologically got me on that. <laughs> I like to find out a little extra information because we have uh, music educators that listen to this podcast as well as other music tech people and uh, people who are interested in those fields. Now, you've developed four applications now. You've been doing this for four years. Uh, you got to give us the scoop on what you've learned from all this experience. You know, Is there anything you might have done differently before or that you do completely differently now or just any advice you might have? Well, well um the one thing I would do differently is create a team of people from the beginning uh, rather than start it off as a, as a bit of a hobby and let it grow into a company. What I didn't realize and what I didn't expect is, um, is how receptive people would be to these types of applications. And uh, it, it took some time selecting the right people to come onto the team uh, because we needed the right mix of people who were uh, – musicians and, and people who were tech savvy and people who had vision and a, and a real passion for, for tech and for music. But if I had my time again, I would assemble these people much earlier uh, in the piece and by now I would have had yeah, more amazing applications. Um, I think, uh, and I say that because Musicopolis is, as a brand is, is actually continuing to grow and and when I say grow, I'm not talking about producing more applications. We're quite happy with the selection of applications we have. What we want to do is actually add more. We want to expand the music theory. We want to add additional modules uh, to the e-training course. We want to add more exercises and more features to the vocal warm-up app. 
and uh, and these things all take a little bit of time. So I think uh, the one one change I would make is create the team sooner. As we start to get to a close here, we we have this sign off that we usually do. Uh, it's real simple. It is uh, it is keep practicing, guys. Is uh, what what we say at the very end because uh, I mean, if you're not practicing, what are you doing really? Exactly. Now you have an awesome Australian accent, which I suppose uh, in, in Australia that's pretty ordinary. But over here, everybody <laughs> thinks it. Over here, everybody thinks it's really really cool and groovy. So would you mind doing our sign off for us today? Absolutely. Um, thank you, Stephen, and for all you listeners out there, keep practicing, guys. Thank you.